Welcome to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. I'm Laura Katina. And I'm Amy Mara. And we created this podcast out of our own struggles with the hope that we can help other women who are navigating one of the many different seasons we've been through. Whether you're running a business or dealing with the juggling act of your motherhood and your career, we are here to give you real tips and strategies to navigate it all. So let's dive into today's episode. So this week, Laura and I both, as per the usual, came to the conclusion that we had really wanted to talk about wellness in some respect this week. And it's been popping up for us a lot this week in many different ways. And the topic that we wanted to talk about today was what wellness means to you. And I know for me in particular, whenever I think of wellness, I can't think of it just anymore as just a thing that I do. It's not something that I'm just like engaged in, like healthier nutrition or doing a workout or engaging in self-care. It really has become just like a mantra or a way of living for me that I have to feel like I'm applying this notion of wellness to every aspect of my life. Um, And part of that, I think, is to the credit that we started this firm based on the foundation that we knew we wanted to do the practice of law differently. We didn't want to be the attorneys that were always stressed out, never taking a lunch break, um, never engaging in like, you know, their friend groups or having meaningful relationships outside of work. And that we're always so focused on just the one attorney hat that they wear. So for us, that was one of the reasons that we started this practice is because we were so passionate about the health and wellness that we were going to have from like a longevity perspective. And it was funny because I talked to Laura this morning when I got to the office and I told her that for some reason I listened to our first episode ever. I was laughing. I was like, oh my God. And it was fun to listen to it. We were so excited to be launching this podcast. It was it was almost two full years ago. Crazy. Which is so wild to think about. We've grown so much since then, but even then our message was very clear that wellness was going to be important to us. Being healthy, living healthy, and what that journey looked like was going to be a very integral part of our business. And we couldn't separate the two, right? And what was the phrase? Litigators who lunch. Yes, litigators who lunch, that take a break and lunch. And it's so funny because we were at an event. When was the lunch with the judge last week? Yeah. We were at an event last week and... It's just something that I would think, and somebody else who was there commented to me, like, I can't believe that more people don't come to these events because it's an event that I think going forward we'll have once a month, but it's called Lunch with a Judge. And, you know, each time a different judge comes and you get to hear from them, ask them questions, and just get to know the judges that you're appearing in front of. And I said, because people think that they can't take one hour out of their month. Think Mm -hmm. about that. One hour out of your month for, and we weren't even there for a full hour, honestly. Really? Um, So, but they can't take one hour out of their month for something like this. It's Mm -hmm. not billable and it's not work. And it's so not Amy and I, like we just believe that you should take breaks and you should take lunch. And in our very first episode, we told the story about how we came up with litigators at lunch because Amy had this idea in this meeting we were in years ago. And when she suggested a lunch meeting, it was like, I mean, blasphemy. Seriously. <laughs> and it was just, we grew laughing because it was so ridiculous. Yeah. And so wellness, we we've, we've talked about several times on this podcast. Um, but it's a topic that's incredibly important to us. 
because we believe that wellness is not wellness is is how did we describe it this morning a feeling yeah right wellness mm-hmm. is a feeling so how do you want to feel it's not did you get up and work out today did you eat a healthy lunch today did you sleep last night all of these things combined are so important to creating the feeling that you want to create does that make sense yeah and, and I'll drop just a person a personal anecdote here is because right after I had Olivia, I had found a couple of workout programs and and nutrition plans that worked for me in a way that I was in the best shape of my childhood and adult life ever um, within about two years um, being postpartum. And it was great from the outside and it was great from like a lab work perspective. And it was great from a perspective of like overall fitness but I will tell you that I went through some of the most difficult and anxiety-ridden periods of my life because of uh, various factors going on at the time between work and, and some personal things. And I didn't feel well. Like the feeling of wellness was not there. There's on a the, difference. On the outside, I was checking all the boxes, like workout for an hour, eating nutrition. I was so on point with my nutrition. Nobody could shake it. It was crazy. It was like a machine everything. I was checking all the boxes, but on a daily basis, I was having anxiety attacks and panic attacks from work issues and just other stuff. So with that being said, while wellness could look like one thing and you could look like you're doing all of the right things, if you're not feeling that sense of wellness that you know that you should be feeling, that's not successful wellness to me. Can I ask you what what are the elements that like what was missing for you at that time? My stress management. Yeah. So it's such a huge part of wellness. It was a huge part of wellness. It was bigger than just stress management. It was really it was in the end of 2018, early 2019, which we should know yeah. by the end of that year is when Laura broke off. So things were just starting to deteriorate in our professional life. And at the same time, Dawn was very open and honest talking about this on the podcast, but Dawn was going through leukemia and she was in a very dire life-threatening situation. So as her sister, it really took a burden on me and I did not cope with it the way that I should have. Instead of saying like, guys, I know I'm normally really strong and I need, uh, you know, I don't need anybody's help. Um, I, that's what I did. I was, I just shut down and I took on more. I took on more responsibility within my family, picking up the slack uh, with work. I really like tried to push it and, and grind as hard as I could to kind of make all of the dysfunctions disappear. And it didn't, it just distracted right. from it. Um, and so I wasn't coping with it right. And it had a lot to do with just the strategies for mental health and for self-care um, and actually talking to people about what I was going through. And I felt like it was, I I had no right to be feeling like I was weak at that time because someone close to me was going through like the fight of her life. Yeah. So that was what stopped me from getting the help that I needed to get at that time and to feel well. Yeah, it's it really is an overall feeling because mm-hmm. you could be checking some of the boxes like the workout and the nutrition, but that's like that's the physical aspect, right? Right. So wellness to me and to Amy also encompasses mental aspect, mm-hmm. which is why we always emphasize that like stress management is so important. 
life is stressful. And I have these conversations with my kids all the time. Life is stressful. And if you don't figure out a way to manage that stress, you will not feel well. Right. Our career is really stressful. We just chose something that has a lot of stressful aspects to it. Yeah. Amy and I have made the decision to run our firm because we spent many years in an environment that was really stressful and we no longer wanted that for ourselves because we did not feel well. Mm-hmm. So we made the decision to run our business a certain way so that it helps us deal with the mental load that we carry every day. Yeah. So, you know, the mental aspect of it is such a huge thing. And that's why, like, especially in the beginning of the new year where everybody's like, oh, my goal is to like, is to lose 10 pounds and, and do this and do that. And those are really all, I mean, that can make you feel well physically, but is it going to help you mentally? Like there are other things that you need to be doing to make sure you're mentally well, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's great to have those kinds of goals. Like Laura said, that might be a confidence block, like a building block or like a deposit into your confidence bank to reach those mini goals. But I know just from my own experience, and this was my own experience, but like you get to a point as a human being in any journey towards a goal that you reach that goal and you're like, okay, now what? Like, what's the next thing? And if something is on autopilot, let's say you're really good on your workout plan or your nutrition plan or whatever it might be, you're going to then reach a point where you're like, all right, now I notice this. And how do I fix that? Like, how do I tweak this to make me feel a little bit better? The other thing I want to say about mental, um, like, I guess you could say mental health. It's also a mindset. I think the biggest thing that, um, contributes to mine and Laura's success in in building this firm the way that we are is because we just carry a completely different mindset than what we were used to and what we see in a lot of colleagues. We just have the mindset that there's abundance out there for us. There is a place for us and a niche for us as a firm to grow and to expand. There are people that are going to be sent to us to work with us. Um, There are going to be clients that are going to be sent to us that we can represent. We just really do believe that. Yeah. On a very internal level. And if you were to ask Laura and I individually in a separate room, if we ever felt like there was a competition between she and I, we would tell you no. Like not even a thought. We're the first ones to congratulate and and lift each other up and put each other up and like be the number one supporter and be so excited for the successes that each of us see. And so we never even crosses our mind. And in an industry like ours, where it is cutthroat to get to the top, the partnership track might mean you have to like outwork everybody else and compare yourself to everybody else. We just don't have that there. And we're we're doing okay without it. I yeah. would say. <laughs> I'm happy without it. Yeah. And we we make other things a priority in our life, like sleep. Mm -hmm. Right. So sleep is so important to me. And I know that if I don't sleep, I'm not going to feel well. Um, So that is a huge priority to me. My morning routine, getting up and not just the because look, I my workout routine, I could do it in my sleep. Like I've been doing it for years. My meal plan, the way I eat, do I always eat 100% how I want to? No, but I could also create a meal plan in my sleep. Like those things are very, very routine for me. What was not routine for me was focusing on the mental 
wellness aspect of it, Mm -hmm. stress management. I was never good at that. I always thought that my workout was my stress management. I had that mindset for years Mm. that of course I manage my stress. I go to the gym and that was before I had kids. (laughs) And it can help. Yes. Very true. It does help. However. It is a piece of it. Yes. But I think the bigger piece of it for me, and maybe because my workouts are so routine to me, somebody who who doesn't like to work out or who doesn't work out might not feel that way. Mm -hmm. But for me, because it's so routine, the mental aspect of getting up and making sure I, you know, journal and I read and I listen to podcasts that are uplifting. I'm always looking to learn. I was not always that way. And I found that once I, and again, we were introduced to this whole concept of personal development really through Beachbody Mm -hmm. um, when we were doing network marketing. And it was, I'm telling you that, that, that period in time, there was such a purpose yep. behind that yeah. Um, because it brought that whole concept of personal development into our lives because yeah. I really didn't focus on it before that. Um, but the reading of the personal development books and always looking to grow and learn and manage everything that we have to manage on a day-to-day basis is just as important to me as my workouts and my nutrition. And being in the place that we are now, I think you would probably agree with me. Um, we have little eyes always looking at us. We have kids that are looking up to us. We have, you know, our spouses that are always looking at the next thing that we're tackling or the next adventure we're on. There's always going to be somebody watching and absorbing what we do. And once I had my kids, I knew that wellness I wanted to pass that along. Not like my parents didn't talk about it, but it just wasn't a thing. It was a, it was not it a was, thing then at all. It was like we had balanced meals when we were kids, but that was basically extent. Like yes. we went outside and played because that's what kids did back yeah. then. They didn't sit on the screens all day. Mm-hmm. But like it wasn't a thing. And now it's totally a thing. Like encouraging going outside, encouraging imagination use. It's, it's like like a whole different. I guess, skill set that I have to model and pass down to my kids. And I want them to be able to say, oh, wow, like mommy can really keep it together and take care of herself, but also run a business and also have success within our own family life. Like we can do all of these things so long as you're taking care of yourself and like really pouring into yourself first. And I can now see as my kids are older, how you have to help them and teach them how to manage mental wellness mm-hmm. because they don't know what to do. I didn't know what to do when I was their age, you yeah. know? So, and especially in today's day and age with they're always chatting on the phone and they're in this group chat and they have this issue and there's this thing happening at school. And I find with them, I'm constantly having to help them and encourage them and try yeah. to teach them how I manage stress so that maybe they can take some of the tips that I use to then help them. Um, And I don't want them to think that I'm like a robot, like this is easy and everything, you know, comes easy and yeah, I have a business and yeah, I'm building a law firm and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. But they, they think it's easy. Like they don't see the work behind that and the stress. Right. So I want them to, they know I work out every morning. They know I eat healthy. 
Um, but I try to give them the other tips that I use, like reading and writing things down. Kaylee will sometimes write in a journal. Um, so cute. And I try. I explained the uh, Mel Robbins five second rule to her mm. a couple weeks ago because she was, you know, getting upset in school and having some issues. So I said, you know, something that I use. And I never tell them to do things that I wouldn't do myself. Right. Right. So I say something that I use is this rule where if you either don't want to do something or you're angry about something, count back from five. And in those five seconds, you change your attitude about it and you just make you choose again yeah. and make a different decision. And yeah. she actually said that she used it in school and that it was helpful. So, you know wellness is not just about the workouts and all that stuff. It's about, you know, how are you managing when you're upset about something or you're angry about something or you're stressed? What are the tactics and tips you can use to help yourself in those situations? And I think one more thing to just say about like kids in general is that it's really the world that they're living in is so different from the world that we grew up in where you literally went outside and played with like the kids that were on your block and there, there were not these like terrifying events that were happening every single day right next to it. You know, there weren't life I felt like was so much simpler. And maybe that's because I was a kid True. at the time, but really looking back and like even seeing my kids are not that old and seeing the life that they have or like the troubles that kids just a little bit older than them are having already social media and the pressure that that puts on kids, the pressure to like fit in. I feel like everything is just magnetized like it's emphasized it's it's crazy it's out of control and so we have to try that much harder to work against those forces that are getting to the kids and we have to take care of ourselves before we can take care of them yes. we we have to it has to flow from us i always say this you can't pour from an empty cup it's one of my favorite phrases mm-hmm. And it's true. If I didn't take care of myself, I wouldn't be able to take care of all of the people in my life. I wouldn't be able to run my business the way that I do. Wouldn't be able to serve the clients that we do. Um, but especially when it comes to my kids, it's just, it really touches a nerve to me realizing like the kind of world that they're growing up in and the stress and the pressures that are there. And it's more important than ever to really talk about this and model a really good example of wellness. And I try to explain to Kaylee that, uh, well, not just Kaylee, Kaylee and Chris is in his own world, but Kaylee and Matthew really, that um, being healthy is not just about like a, a number on the scale, right? It's, it's how, and I literally say this to her, it's how you feel. That is what health is all about, health and wellness. Uh, yes, is it nice to be at the goal weight that you want to reach? Sure. And that's can be healthy for you too. Right. But being healthy is not about a number on the scale. It's about all of it yeah. combined. And I think that's especially important when you are, you know, you're just, we are constantly bombarded, right? On social media and the news and all yep. that, like constant negativity, constant mm-hmm. stress. And it really is just such a different world that our kids are growing up in. And so, you know, I I think it's so important to not only teach them, but there are many adults that don't focus on wellness. No, and we see it. And it's in a profession like ours, we say this to each other all the time. If we weren't taking care of ourselves, we just don't know what this would look like. Nope. And don't want to find out either. So uh, we'll keep on doing. But even if you take 
wellness out of the example for one second and you say something like, you know, if you had, if you felt wealthy, right? There's tons of people out there that have huge bank accounts, but they don't feel well. They don't feel, yeah, they don't feel good. It's like, you don't, you can't just expect to reach a goal that you have in your mind. And if you get there and you don't feel good, like, then that's not it. And that's where you have to get curious and figure out what it is that's still missing. Like, is it the mental aspect? Is it the physical aspect? Is it something else? Is it a combination of everything? Just keep on working at it. Yeah. And so if we could give you one tip today, it would be to really sit down with yourself and figure out how do you want to feel? Like, how do you, that's the other thing. You can't look at somebody else and say, that's what wellness should be because that's what that person says. Mm -mm. You really have to define it for yourself. So we think a good way to define it for yourself is to really think about how do you want to feel and what does wellness mean to you? Thanks so much for tuning in. We thank you for spending time with us today and we'll talk to you on the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share it with someone that you think might benefit from today's episode. We'll see you next week.